Welcome in to the Wednesday edition. Your drive begins now here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're here until 6 o'clock. We will, later on this hour, take your phone calls. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Coming up on the program today, we're going to hear from David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. Let me tell you right now, uh, Kahn has been bugging me. It's like, when are we getting this thing back going? When's this happening again? When are we doing our segment again? And, of course, for those of you maybe not as uh, in the know, we had some technical problems, and uh, our engineering staff has been taking great care to get us back to where we could do the show. And thus, we did not have David Kahn for a couple weeks. He's going to join us on the program. Uh, I can't say what we're going to talk about outside of West Virginia Power Baseball. Of course, uh, I'm going to try to keep him in line because I guess uh, the, the last time that Jansen Williams, our uh, in-studio producer, associate, was here in the studio. Uh, you know, uh, David talked some trash about Jansen. This just said that, you know, he said, Elmore makes everybody better, I said, including Jansen Williams, and he just basically said no. So uh, we'll see how that goes today in the booth as those guys. Uh, Jansen, of course, is in charge of the phones today, so he will be the guy connecting with David and uh, taking your phone calls again at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Now, what have I been doing today? Football, man, getting ready for football. I was watching Conference USA Media Day, West Division today, so that means I was uh, passively watching. I'll go back and watch a little bit of that later uh, when I'm not distracted as much, but I did listen to... um, Judy McLeod, Commissioner, Conference USA. I will say this. I didn't get much from her. She did talk about 25 years of Conference USA, and that's something to be excited about. A league that is around 25 years is is saying that you didn't mess it up. It's been around. That's pretty good. Leagues have come and gone over the years, and you know we're talking uh, – decades ago when there were different leagues that are no longer here. But leagues have come, gone, have uh, converged, have been folded into each other, merged. And just to say that 25 years, and she talked a little bit about the Hall of Fame and some of the uh, important people in Conference USA. I know that was a point of contention for some Herd fans because they're like, where's the Marshall representation? Well, you got to go back into the early days of Conference USA. You got to take care of some of those people as well. Give them their due. Give them the recognition. It'll come. Yeah, I don't know if it's really a issue. If it should be an issue when you're admitted into the Hall of Fame. Now, if it's a major oversight and you're sitting there, years and years and years have gone by until you finally get into the Hall of Fame. I can I can understand that. But when you start a new Hall of Fame, there's going to be a backlog. So I can understand where you got to get some people in first, and you got to make that happen. And I think they made some good choices, especially uh, Bob Huggins. You're going to put a coach in. Bob Huggins uh, definitely deserves to get in. Uh, he deserves to get in most Hall of Fames when it's all said and done for him. Uh, great basketball coach. Uh, he's been a, a guy who has um, put together some really good basketball teams over the years and he did a lot for Conference USA and when uh, he was with uh, the Bearcats I love the mustard suit when he uh, wore that one night too uh, I love the fashion now and then uh, he hasn't been sporting the mustard suit as of late but still 
that guy getting into the Conference USA Hall of Fame, I think that was uh, smart. Make sure that uh, you recognize some past members as well. So she talked about that. She also talked a little bit about the NFL Network. And it was a situation where it sounded like Conference USA approached the NFL Network and basically pursued them to see if there was an opportunity. And the way she described it was Conference USA had to educate the NFL Network as far as who they are as a league, what they do. And she said that once they were able to educate the NFL Network and everyone involved there, what Conference USA is all about, they were on board. They wanted to be a part of something here. And she just said, and I hope that this is how you approach all television contracts because I'm sure fans don't think that this is the case with some of the uh, television offerings, but she said it was a uh, it was a good fit. She also said that fans can find it. She talked about the exposure. During the interview, they talked about the promotion because the NFL Network, of course, will be promoting Conference USA to promote the product that they have. But that one struck me. Fans can find it. That needs to be stressed in every contract, every deal. Fans can find it. And let's be honest, broadband is not 100% across the United States. Not everyone has access to broadband, so not everyone has access to some of the digital over-the-top programming that is coming forward, including a lot of Conference USA. Now, of course, I'm watching Conference USA Media Day today on an iPad on ESPN+. It's working out for me. Not necessarily going to work out for everyone else. Yeah, I'm going to be the exception to the rule. I'm always, when it comes to this, I'm going to be the exception to the rule because I'm going to find a way to get this programming. And if I have to charge it to the company, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Charge it to the company, he said? What am I thinking? All right. All in all, it was an interesting interview. They're going to archive this. Uh, I think they're going to replay it on ESPN Plus uh, once they get it uploaded because it was one continuous feed. So you can probably find it that way. You can probably find it on the Conference USA website. Don't hold me to that. But if you're interested, you can at least uh, watch a little bit of that. Of course, tomorrow is going to be the East Division. West Division was the focus today. So really not much there for me to talk to you about. I want to focus on at least what Marshall has to say, and I'm focused more on the East Division as well because those are the teams, for the most part, that are relevant to Marshall when it comes to football. Not to say the West Division's relevant or not relevant, but when it comes to Marshall football, we're going to see majority of East teams, so that's going to interest me. It's going to be earlier in the day, so we'll have more to talk about tomorrow, but we're going to turn our attention to baseball when we come back. We've got David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. We will talk to him, see how the power are doing. Later on, we will get your phone calls. You can join us, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. You can be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines. And we'll also take a look at your tweets, at Paul Swan. Real simple to find on Twitter, at Paul Swan. And uh, we'll take a look at those as well. And uh, some interesting stuff always coming out on Twitter, discussing a little bit about the television package. So that's always a popular topic Whatever uh, you want to discuss, we'll go there as well with all of that. So that's what we've got set up for the show. David Kahn, when we come back from break, you're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Some of the best times. 
listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday, July 17th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We'll take your phone calls later on this hour at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. It's now time to turn our attention. We haven't done this in a couple weeks. It's uh, really long overdue. We turn our attention to the capital city as the West Virginia Power are still in action. And you know what? They're only four and a half games out of first place. And David Kahn, the voice of the West Virginia Power, now joins us. That's not bad. Four and a half, pretty manageable right now. Pretty manageable right now. That is very, very manageable. And, Paul, I just want to say it's a long hiatus, but I'm glad to be back. Uh, We've deprived our listeners of Swan and Kahn for too long. I mean, you can blame the weather on that one. Yes, I, I completely agree. Um, but I just want to say I'm glad to be back on the show. Um, and uh, and yes, it's uh, it's it's very manageable for West Virginia. I mean, this team is is a little revamped over the last couple of days. Had about 12 roster moves that have gone through in the last two days. But uh, we uh, we just finished off a sweep of the Columbia Fireflies this afternoon, and uh, this team is looking on the up and up. David Connor, guest from the West Virginia Power. So let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about uh, where the Power are at this point. Uh, 14 and 13 right now, over 500. You want that, but Delmarva is still uh, always a, a tough team to overcome. The Power are in a position where, if they can get hot, they will strike and uh, possibly get that second half uh, season victory. Yeah, they definitely are. I mean, the, the thing about it is, is that. Really, it's up for grabs because Delmarva is still in first place, but uh, they already won the first half, so the Power have a chance to kind of go for that wild card spot, and really that just means you need the second-best overall record. So we're really looking forward to the next road trip that we have because we start in Hickory, and that's going to be one of the teams that we need to jump. We really need to sweep that series in Hickory if we want any shot of taking a title. Since we haven't talked these last couple of weeks, let's just go over what has been happening with the power. Uh, how have we got to this point? So basically, it's been an interesting story because the, the power have kind of been a little bit back and forth. You know, they, they had that tough uh, sweep by Delmarva at home June 9th to the 11th. And you're thinking, uh, you know, that's the end of it for the power. Uh, they, they, they can't beat the best teams in the division. And the team's a little inconsistent. You have you have some you know you have some exciting moments and some really exciting players, but the guys just really weren't putting it all together. And then they go to Greensboro, a three-day hot muggy series against a team that's really had our number. And the Power won two really long games um, because of the fact that it was it was just a lot of offense, a lot of errors. But the Power won the first two games. That third game, unfortunately, Greensboro won it late, but you can tell the momentum kind of starting to shift to West Virginia's favor. And then you look at this series, the Columbia series, where the power just overpowered the Columbia Fireflies throughout. Uh, obviously, you got a bunch of newcomers. We now have eight 2019 draft picks on our roster, which is a huge difference because we had three guys get promoted. Stephen Moyers, we had uh, David Schaefer and Joseph Rosa all get bumped up to Modesto. Uh, Brian Paul, unfortunately, went to the injured list. Uh, but, you know, the, the revamp to the roster so far has worked well. These guys are all gelling. All the new guys are contributing as well. And uh, it's just a, it's a really fun team to watch right now, and these guys are really enjoying playing baseball. How important is that influx? You get that new talent, of course. Uh, the draft is always uh, fun. You get that influx of talent. Um, is um, 
Is that, though, negated because of the fact that everybody else gets that influx of talent? You're just hoping you get the better kids? Well, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. It just depends on the, the MLB team. The Mariners have decided to really flood the power with 2019 draft picks this year, which I didn't expect. I thought they'd all go to Everett, and a lot of them did, but now they're actually coming to West Virginia after starting their careers in Everett. And so they've got a little seasoning, they've got a little bit under them, and now they're experiencing full-season ball. Now, they're not going to come in and be perfect, but they're coming in and contributing and providing valuable innings, and it's really helpful to have a fresh arm or a fresh bat or a fresh fielder when some of these guys from West Virginia have been playing all 97 games and they finally get a little bit of time off or, or you know, don't have to play every day like they've been doing, and then that allows them to recharge and get hot for the home stretch. David Kahn, our guest from the West Virginia Power. Of course, uh, fresh off, we haven't talked about that, fresh off the victory. Um, you beat Columbia. You give up 11 hits, but you win. Um, if I'm looking at this correctly here, uh, you win 4-3. to three. Three, yep. Yeah, uh, 11 hits yep. you give up. You only get six hits in that contest, but that's okay. You score four runs. That's all you need. Hey, oh, yeah, I mean, we walked it off on a sacrifice fly. It was a weird game. Our last three runs we scored on sacrifice flies, uh, and we ended up winning the ball game. So uh, it, it's a weird thing. We had two blown saves in the game on two solo home runs, but, hey, you get the W, and that's all you ask for. David Kahn joining us from the West Virginia Power now. Uh, back in action uh, against Del Marva. Thirsty Thursday, of course, um, second half of the season. Uh, the fun promotions uh, truly kicking the gear, right? You, you've got some stuff coming up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this weekend for sure. On Thursday, it's, as you mentioned, Thirsty Thursday, I know one of your favorites, Paul. And, uh, and we've got uh, – actually, we're doing a canned food drive uh, tomorrow as well. All the proceeds that people donate will go to the Mountaineer Food Bank. Uh, so anyone who brings in a non-perishable food donation will get a free ticket voucher good for the rest of the year. Um, that's a really good deal for you all there. On Friday, it's Faith and Family Night. We've got two really awesome performers coming into town. We've got Kyle Huffman and we have Todd Agnew, two fantastic performers, going to do a great job. They're both going to perform pregame. And then we're also hosting a, uh, a fireworks uh, show for uh, post-game. And then we've also got a toy drive for Christmas in July on Friday as well. And the, uh, and, uh, the same thing as we did for the Mountaineer Food Bank, all those toys that people bring in to donate to the Salvation Army, we will uh, be giving away ticket vouchers to everyone who brings a donation. So a lot of chances to come in give back to the community, and then also get a, a free ticket for the rest of the year. On Saturday, we're giving away a cooler bag giveaway for the first 1,000 fans, and then Sunday we wrap up our home stand with a Kids Sunday Funday. David Kahn, our guest from the West Virginia Power, and um, I'll tell you what, you've been pretty good so far. You haven't insulted um, Jansen Williams, Marshall basketball great in making. <laughs> I mean, he's in studio today. I didn't know how this would go down. He's um, he's on the other side. He's on the uh, he's on the other side of the, the glass. So I was just kind of worried what what would happen. No, Jansen called me, and, and I want to apologize to Jansen again, but I want to say Paul set me up. So, uh, so Jansen, you're you're a good guy. I apologize and uh, blame Paul. No hard feelings, brother. No hard feelings. All right, all right. Yeah, so it's all good. I just want to make sure you guys made peace with each other. Um, I mean, I don't... Oh, no, we're good. We're good. Yeah, Jan Jansen and I are good. Okay. Making sure. Because yeah, you guys have got to work together at least once a week. <laughs> so, um... Hey, it's your fault. It's not my fault. It, it's not my fault. Um, so, you you miss this little um, little once a week thing here, this uh, this show we do. 
this um, chance for you to talk about all things David Kahn. You, um, I know you were jonesing the last couple of weeks. I mean, you would text me every day, just like, we're getting back on the air, we're getting back on the air. Well, someone had to take vacation. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's well-deserved. I'm kidding. I mean, come on now. Why are you hating on that? Uh, I mean, you get a vacation uh, from sports when you uh, when, when Tulane football begins. That's not a vacation. I'm still working those games. Uh, I mean, they're not playing, so why should you work them? Well, I'm, I have to work at IMG. Yes, man. But but is Tulane really playing football? I mean, they're, they've got a football hey, team. Hey, we won a bowl. Hey, we won a bowl game. Oh, you, you won a bowl game. Down over there. You won a bowl game. We were also the co-America West Division champions. So you pipe down. What that get you? What that get you? A banner. Got you a banner. Okay. Uh, so is Tulane uh, advocating for Marshall's admission into uh, into the American? Is uh, is that committee been formed yet? Yeah. Have you talked to your Tulane friends? I I have put in the word. It's not happening, is it? It's not happening, is it? No, it's not. You guys are greedy. You want more of that uh, that massive television contract I tried. money? I, honestly, I was like, hey, we need to get we need to get the herd in the American. It's a great fit for everyone, and I got a flat out no. Do you get on the fan boards? I mean, are there fans in the American? Do you no, have like message I, I boards? Of those, I tend to stay off of those message boards because occasionally they're going to talk about the studio host, and I don't want to read any comments about me. So uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna, I just let it be. Fair enough. David Kahn, our guest. I'm sure from, you do the same thing. Um, I, if I look at Twitter sometimes, uh, it's uh, that's an achievement. <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, oh, okay, let's see what's on here today. Uh, okay, uh, there. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. only use Twitter to trash me. No, I do not. I do that right I here. Do I don't need Twitter for that. I got this right here. <laughs> no, our um, our wars are a little bit more personal, you know, with the uh, with the texting back and forth. Uh, you know, I, I go direct to yeah during to, hockey games. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't, wasn't going to bring that up. Well, it's been brought up. You brought it up here. You completely. I know. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I didn't. I'm just saying we brought. It's brought up. Okay. It, it is brought up. Uh, and he's David Kahn. He is from the West Virginia Power. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, in a few weeks, though, um, are we gonna, are we going to do Swan and Kahn during uh, football season when you're not doing basketball or baseball or anything else? Are we going to do this? Is this going to be us breaking yeah. down? Um, is this going to be the work? You're going to be like my uh, American. Correspondent. Okay, I, I'll, I'll do that. I'm I'm absolutely down to do that. We can talk Marshall. We can talk Tulane. We can talk whatever. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure the fans want to hear about Tulane football on a weekly basis. Well, they might want to know about the conference that Marshall might go into. Do you really think that's going to happen? That they're actually going to extend the invitation to anyone? Paul, stranger things have happened. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you know that's true. That is true. Very true. David Collins, our guest from the West Virginia Power, and of course, uh, uh, where was uh, Tulane picked? By the way, yeah, all kidding aside, where was Tulane picked? Uh, Tulane was picked to finish third in their division. Okay, third in the division. Okay, third in the division. Yep. They got sixty. They got uh, uh, twenty-three first place votes. I think is what it was. That's not terrible. No, no, not bad. And, and Tulane was under underrated last year too, and they ended up, you know, co-division champ. So, whatever. All right, co-division champ Tulane uh, got to go to a bowl. Got to go to a bowl. Yep, won the bowl. And 
since you follow, I'm bringing this up for a reason. Since you do follow the American, um, you know, there are reports um, because, of course, throughout the um, the week here, we're going to have media days for uh, several leagues. And um, you know, when UConn was announced that they were leaving, um, so basically, uh, AAC's annual football media day, uh, Mike Oresco said they have no plans to add a member to replace UConn. They're not targeting anyone. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be a uh, a body blow to a lot of uh, programs that have thought that okay maybe this is our chance this is our shot to move up and change our our well, our course. So here's the thing with that it's I don't like it but I get it for this year because it's too late like you can't really do that like I, it's too late in the immediacy to say oh we're going to add someone right away. Um, but, you know, I, I think down the road they're going to need to even it up because it's, just, it's too much logistical sense not to even it up. But with the television contract the way it is, you, you got to spread the money out a little bit more. If, if it stays close to what it is, because, again, that thing's going to be renegotiated, I'm sure, or at least it's going to be revisited, there is that option when you lose UConn. And so... You know, could you see a situation where, all right, uh, a, a school is brought in to fill the football need only uh, to even those numbers up? Yes, 100%. I could definitely see that, especially because there's basketball schools in the American that aren't football schools like Wichita State and, uh, you know, other, other things like that. Like, I, I could definitely see a situation like that where you bring in, like, a Coastal Carolina just football or some, not, not saying it's them, but, like, a school like that. Um, and you know, just a just football American school. I could see it happening. I'm not saying I want it to happen, but I could see it happening. He's David Kahn. He is uh, the voice of the West Virginia Power, also um, a huge fan and supporter and cheerleader of the American Athletic Conference and uh, also <laughs> represents them in uh, all, um, all aspects that are not officially uh, handled. Um, and he will probably be responsible for naming the new AAC Bowl game that will start in 2020 at Fenway Park. Uh, will that be the David Kahn Bowl? Boston's Fenway Park. Uh, Talk to me, man. That's that's your home. I, look, look, Paul, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm, 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 I've already laid the groundwork for that. So we're, we're working on it. Come on. It's too long of a name, the David Kahn Bowl. We wanted to get something catchier that kind of clicks more. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a sponsor to, to go along with it. How about the New York Yankees copycat bowl? Oh, oh no. Ab, that, that is the worst suggestion I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, hey, you, you've got, the, you got yeah. you know, the Yankees and their beautiful stadium hosting a, a bowl game every year, and Boston just couldn't stand to have that happen, so they had to go copy that concept. Uh, look, I've never been to Yankee Stadium, so I don't know what you're talking about, but um, – uh, Fenway is gorgeous and deserved to hold a post bowl game for many a year. So I'm glad this has finally happened. Okay. All right. David Kahn, West Virginia Power. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're going to structure this one time, actually. You know, <laughs> really. Will we, we, will we, though? Like, will, will we ever? No. I don't think so. We're, yeah, ne- exactly. we're No, we're not going to structure this ever. Uh, it's it's going to be you, me. No, that, that takes all the fun out of it. You know, I never know what's going to happen in this conversation. I never know what's going to happen in this conversation. And you actually prep for it. I just answer the phone. <laughs> yeah, you answer the phone. Uh, when am I going to get that phone? When am I going to get that seventh inning stretch phone call? Hey, uh, Paul, can you uh, can you talk for a few minutes? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs>
Skype me in. If Go I ahead. Figure out a way to, if I can figure out a way to cross-lock your Comrex with my Comrex, we can make it happen. Let's not. Let's no. Come on. No. We're, we're still getting things fixed here. Let's, let's, uh, no. All right. We'll, 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 we'll let your technology have a breather for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, please. Uh, the technology yeah. fails me sometimes here. Uh, thankfully, yeah, we've got the, thankfully, we've got good engineers working on the problem, so. David Kahn, West Virginia Power. Um, we will do this again next week, and uh, hopefully we will have uh, more structure and rhythm and rhyme to what we do uh, since this is sort of like, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, we're, we're relearning how to do this. Yeah, good to talk to you, Paul. It's always, always a pleasure. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, sir. All right. That's David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. We will continue with today's edition of The Drive. Take your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More on the way. It's The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We'll take your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Welcome back. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Okay, we go from unscripted comedy, and uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I was hearing myself and my headphone the entire time out of that interview, and uh, that's just par for the course when it comes to me and David. So we're beyond that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan, at Paul Swan. Interesting comments. We're talking, of course, about digital streaming television. We've talked about that for the last couple of days. NFL Network, Judy McLeod, Commissioner Conference USA, was talking about that earlier during the Conference USA Media Day show for the West Division, at least day one. And we talked about the NFL Network. She said that uh, they had to educate the NFL Network about what the Conference USA was all about. And once the NFL Network uh, knew more, they were on board. And something that I hope that future television packages uh, look at as far as fans can find it. Exposure is important. Fans can find it. And here is an interesting thread, and I'm just going to read the last part of this. Uh, this is from MU96 on Twitter. Replying to uh, me earlier today as I was uh, following his thread talking to him, streaming is handy when on the go for sure. Need both to sustain and grow the fan base outside of Huntington. I've never been to a bar restaurant that's had a Marshall Facebook or ESPN Plus game. So he's saying, outside Huntington, he's never been to an establishment that's had Marshall Facebook or ESPN Plus games on their television. And he's talking about Putnam and Kanawha counties. He's uh, saying out of sight, out of mind. And that's a good point because, for example, when we're doing our show at Roosters, for example. We've done our show several years uh, during Marshall football road games. Uh, we are a destination for a lot of herd fans because for a lot of Marshall fans, that's the only way they can watch the game. They came to, they came to Roosters. Uh, they'll go to maybe the Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe. Several places uh, around Huntington always uh, put the games up. And so if you're a Herd fan, if you're a Huntington Herd fan, Huntington Area Herd fan, you can go to uh, one of these places and you can watch the game. You know, if it's on ESPN+, Plus, all the better. If it's on Facebook, there are ways to watch that. You can watch it on Stadium as well. There are apps where you can get that stuff. It depends on what platform you have, how good your broadband is, how you've set your, your network up. 
you know, all of that stuff's important because uh, you're trying to broadcast the game. And the good point, because if you're outside of Huntington, when you come in, you set up the restaurant for game day. You know it's going to be a big day. Set the TVs up. You turn them on. Okay, let's turn on ESPN. Let's turn on ESPN2. Let's turn on Fox Sports. Let's turn on CBS Sports Network. Let's turn on all the channels on the TVs. Unless you go in with a group and say, hey, we want to watch the Marshall game. Where's that at? ESPN+. Plus. I don't think they're going to put that on. That's a valid point. Now, each establishment is going to be different, but that's a, a problem with the digital package. Now, on the flip side of that is it's pretty convenient. And again, I feel like at times I'm going to be the exception to the rule because you know, I'm going to sit with an iPad. I'm going to watch the game depending on my location. If I'm not near a TV where I can put an app on, I'm going to stream it that way as well. But usually on road games, since uh, my home base is either here or at the establishment we are uh, we are at for our pregame and postgame. You know, if I um, if I didn't have ESPN Plus or a few others, you know, I'd have to depend solely on the radio. Now, of course, for me, that's what I'm pushing here. But I understand, I get it. But I think that's where you've got to have a fan base, a strong fan base. And this is probably going to be more on road games than home games because home games, if you're a pretty diehard herd fan, you're going to go to the game, right? Let's just assume that for the most part. There will be some that are diehard herd fans and for whatever reason they either can't make the game, don't make the game. And so they're going to watch it. Now, how many herd fans that go to games are diehard? And how many herd fans are casual? Well, that's a big distinction. Because a casual herd fan, they're just going to the game because, hey, it's Saturday, herds in town. Okay, we're just going to go to the game. A lot of fans even um, go to the game and not go in the stadium. They're going to tailgate. That's a, another story for another day. But your diehards are going to find this stuff. Diehards are going to, for the most part, they're going to find a way to watch that game. So I'm not worried about the diehards. It's the casual fan, though. And that's not a that's not a negative label. It's just, I got things to do. Oh, hey, Marshall's playing. Okay, cool. I'm going to watch the Marshall game. If, if it's available, if it's easy for me, path of least resistance. And I'm not going to put myself in that casual category when it comes to sports. Now, I will say this, though. Different situation. On a Sunday, when the local CBS affiliate, which, by the way, is not on DirecTV right now because of a dispute, a carriage dispute. So uh, we'll see how well that goes in a few weeks when uh, there's no Sunday NFL, if that dispute continues uh, for the AFC. I've got options. So if my team's not playing, I can watch them on the radio, or I can uh, spend stupid amount of money and get the NFL Sunday ticket, or I can go to a, a different establishment. But... Yeah, I can find my game. There's a way if, if if I want to watch that game bad enough, I can find that game. But if you're a herd fan, you want to watch that game and you bad enough, you'll find a way. On the other hand, if you're a herd fan, 
and you, you might be diehard as well, and you're sitting there going, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I don't have broadband, or I'm not going to spend the extra money. I'm not going to spend the extra money on all these digital packages, or I can't get stadium. Cable has stadium. Satellite doesn't. I've got satellite. I'm not, I can't get stadium. So, you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to sit here and watch it on my laptop. Okay, uh, do you have a streaming app, um, device? Yeah. No? Okay. I mean, there's going to be that disconnect. But to back to the point, that's why you want your, your product on the most broad as possible platform, the biggest reach. That's why you want your package to be somewhere, as Judy said, fans can find it. And I'm not going after Judy. I think the, the NFL Network was a, a great step to help football. It's going to be on Saturday, and there's going to be a Conference USA game. Now Marshall's not going to be on NFL Network this year because, again, NFL Network later to the party than some. So in the pecking order of the package, they didn't get to choose Marshall. Marshall was not available for them to choose when it was their term. I mean, it's like, for example, if uh, I was um, on one half of a uh, pickup game and I got to pick second, I mean, Jansen Williams isn't going to be there. He's going to be picked first. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I want Jansen Williams on my team. He's, um, he's picked first. So I, I got to get somebody else. I, I don't know. Uh, who would I take, Jansen? Uh, um, I ran Bennett, maybe. Jared West. I would put Jared on you. Yeah, because you don't want you don't want that. You know what? I like that. I like that plan. I'm putting Jared West on you. We'll see. We'll see. Good for you. It'd be good for you. You're not going to see that kind of pressure. You know what? He gets five fouls. So we'll um, we'll see what it looks like. All right, we're going to take our next break. We'll come back and we will continue on with today's edition of the Drive here, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9:30. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Hey, if you're in the Ashland area tomorrow and you like the University of Kentucky, we got something cool for you. We're going to be at Blazers tomorrow. Kentucky Sports Radio program that airs on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. They're coming to town. They're on their summer tour. And I'll tell you from experience, if you're a big UK fan and you want to see the show, get there. Doors open at 8.30, my friends, 8.30. You know what? Because when I got there last year, line, big line, because people were smart. They wanted to get there early and get a good seat. Now, if you've not been to a Kentucky Sports Radio tour stop uh, and you're a big UK fan, uh, you owe it to yourself. So check it all out. Uh, we got more information. You can go to our Cat Sports Facebook page, and that's Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Check all of that out. They'll have a special menu. Uh, Blazers and Ashland, uh, they're going to have drink specials as well because I discovered that apparently uh, 8.30 a.m. in the morning, 9 a.m. in the morning, it's okay to have a, a beverage or two. It's a... Uh, don't even give me that. Don't even give me that, Jared. You are you're eating. Uh, your nutrition is guarded. I mean, you have nutrition specialists here. You're leading. You're the face of the herd. Conference USA schedule uh, was announced yesterday, and of course, uh, I do have in studio because, well, 
He is um, he is bound to this program until uh, he gets his 300 hours. He is on hour number 17 of 300. I, I don't know how many hours you are, but uh, Conference USA schedule uh, released yesterday. And uh, I, Jared, I got a, I got a question for you. Uh, you you're going to be the vo- you're going to be the voice representing Marshall basketball. So um, you got to come to the microphone. Okay. You ready for this? Can you handle this? Hello? Hello. Hey. There you go. You do know how to use that thing. What's the deal here? Western Kentucky. You're playing them uh, like days apart. What's the deal here? Um, as you put the microphone back on the mic stand. Okay, there you go. So, the, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, they have us playing, I'm pretty sure it's a Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. Thursday home, Saturday away. So, yeah. it's like a... Boom, boom situation. As soon as we're done playing, we're leaving either that night or the next morning to go to Western Kentucky. It's about a five-and-a-half-hour drive. You excited? You ready for that? Sure. Yeah, let's just say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Um, All kidding aside, which um, we do on this show a lot, but uh, all kidding aside, what was that stretch like last year, and do you feel that that's been properly addressed uh, as, a, as a player? Uh, you, you're a little bit more privy to things schedule-wise than I am. Do you feel like that's uh, been better addressed as far as the nature of that road trip last year that really for a while uh, it was draining? I mean, it's not an excuse. I'm not making that for you, but it was uh, something you had to overcome. So, I mean, obviously you got two teams. They're going to have to do the exact same thing. So it's hard to make an excuse out of that, um, which is something we don't do, obviously. Ain't that right? Um, it's it's tough, especially when you got, you know, John, CJ, anybody that's starts usually will stay on the floor most of the time um it's it's tough on the body i'll tell you that playing back to back like that plus you know both teams have to do it they both have to travel first they travel here and then we travel there um it's tiring a little bit but it's it's a huge reward if we can get both of those wins so the good news is the trip after that you're not going out to texas for one thing and you get some days off between that back to back and the road trip to Florida. You're going to Florida. I mean, you can't complain there. Very excited about that. We're finally going to Florida. This will be my first time in three years we're going to Florida. But I'll tell you what, last year, uh, going from coming back from Western Kentucky, it, was, it was, wasn't fun because we went to Texas four times, four separate times, a Wednesday through Sunday. So all the classes had to be rescheduled. Uh, we had to talk to our professors and made sure we had practices in, weights in, all that hoopla. It was tough, but hopefully we don't go to Texas four times this year. But we're going to we're going to Florida, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, you play Western Kentucky on January 25th, and then uh, you play FIU January 30th, and then February 1st at Florida Atlantic. So you get the Florida schools in, and uh, you do get a, a little bit of a, a Texas trip this year, traveling to UTSA and UTEP. But still, at least it feels like it's spaced better with Western Kentucky. You got a couple of games with them, and then you get a few days to get to Florida. Instead, it feels like uh, you're going out, um, you know, right away to Texas and just playing like days later. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun because I haven't seen a beach in a long, long time. <laughs> so, and we'll go to we'll go to Gainesville. We'll play Florida University of Florida too. So that'll be interesting. Um, but I'm glad we traded out Florida in, in, with, with Texas this year instead of last year. How much was that stress? Just uh, the fact that and Dan took that on himself the way the schedule played out last year. How much of that was stressed as um, you 
putting that schedule together and uh, making sure that uh, you're in the best position to compete and uh, at the same time uh, not play as many games? I'd say our, our program does an, an amazing job with making sure everybody's ready to play, everybody's healthy and ready to go for whatever game comes our way. However, it's 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 different going to Texas four different times in in a season. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We did we did Texas A and M. We had two schools. Yeah, that's four times. Okay, because we had Conference USA out there in Texas too, which is I'm always fine going to Texas to play Conference USA because that's where that's where it gets tough. That's where it gets down down and dirty, ready to go. Yeah, so, yeah. Texas A and M, and then you played Virginia. They always do a great job. I'm just very happy with one way. Okay. And uh, you were at Louisiana Tech on the 24th uh, after you played Western Kentucky. So you played at Western Kentucky, then you were out at Louisiana Tech, then back to Southern Miss, and then um, you did get some of the Texas schools, and then you're on the road against Texas again last year. So uh, all in all, it seems like it's a better schedule. And that's going to do it for this edition here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again for our guest, David Kahn. Appreciate him joining us on the program for our uh, our tag team duo of Gabriel Sellers and uh, future Marshall Basketball Hall of Famer Jansen Williams, soon to be the all-time leading big man in the history of herd basketball. All-time scorer, too. You're shooting for that everything else. Uh, no, no pressure. I know. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here. ESPN 94.1 FM, AM 9. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. Your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.